Blog Talk Radio. Actually, I was amazed 
at how few websites there are out there, for example, that just talk about miracles. There are some, but I really feel like there's a need out there for a little bit more because what I know through my own experience and even through accounts from my own family and from friends, just people I personally know, miracles are real. I found any number of sites which were skeptical skeptical about miracles. So they were trying to disprove various miracles that people were reporting. And typically they were attempting to disprove perhaps some um, statue somewhere that has exhibited some miracle. There are often reports of that. And I would like to put forth that we see what it is we need to see. We see those things that call to us. So if we are of a particular spiritual tradition, we are more likely to experience spirituality that way. And I speak to this from personal experience because I can say that on my own path, when I was pursuing, for example, um, more what some might call new age type approaches, I would tend to see synchronicities or meaningful coincidences that would coincide with that tradition. If I was gravitating towards Christianity, I would see coincidences gravitating towards that. If I was falling into fear, I would start to see some coincidences that tended to be somewhat more alarming. And so tonight, I really want to emphasize that when there's, no matter, you know, if if you tonight who are listening, and I do um, appreciate that Blog Talk Radio is surfacing this show tonight because it is my intent to attract those who just happen to stumble on it, truthfully, although I certainly welcome those of you who listen regularly, but if tonight what you are feeling is some form of distress, whether it be sadness or loneliness or isolation, and you just happen to come across this page, what I want to come across to you most of all is that you're not alone and that there are just so many people who care about you because, and we do care, and that God, the divine angel, spirit, however you choose to characterize that concept, it is real. And if you could just open your heart to listening, as simple as that, to just opening yourself to allowing that spirit to show you whatever way works for you, you will be amazed at what can happen. But I feel the most important thing tonight is to realize that you're never alone. And whatever challenge that you're going through, what you're experiencing is much like climbing Mount Everest. We are brave, brave souls to come to this earth. We come to this earth, we incarnate here to learn and to grow and to love and to find new ways 
of letting love in. But because we have free choice, because we are free on this planet and we can experience many things which can often be questioned, I question them. I, I'm a, a, I've always been a questioner. And it's really easy to question the earth experience because it can be pretty harsh. I mean, you can't deny it. And yet it has to have something to do with being free, that we have free choice here, and that ultimately we are here to grow and to help one another grow. No matter what we're going through, ultimately every soul is drawn to love. There's no other way because I was taught when I was young that God is love. And so if God is love and it is omnipresent, then we are all drawn to love. Um, I just want to say right now that there are some pretty challenging things going on even in the United States and also beyond the U.S. right now. And I'd like us tonight to reflect on those who, for example, have gone through the tornadoes in Mississippi. I know some of you are in the South, and I know how frightening that can be. I lived in Kansas for many years, and actually even in Colorado on the Eastern Plains, I actually saw multiple funnel clouds, but certainly in Kansas, I knew what it was like when you're facing that prospect of a tornado coming in the night. You don't know whether it's coming or not. We used to go to sleep in the basement in Kansas. And it's very unusual to have this kind of, be- this, this kind of weather this time of year. And I know that we're seeing unusual weather in many parts of the country. Um, I live in the Pacific Northwest. I'm actually not there right this minute. But um, the weather that we're having there is really, in some ways, quite catastrophic, too. In fact, I just heard the other day of a, a mudslide in an area where a friend lives, and, and there, are, there are numerous um, problems up in the Pacific Northwest as well. And so, you know, we ask, you know, what's going on with the Earth? And we feel the power of the Earth. And sometimes I've heard it said that, well, you know, this is the Earth's revenge or or this is the Earth throwing us off or something like that. And I have to say that we are children of the Earth. And this is not incompatible with other spiritual traditions. This is not a form of, quote, nature religion that is incompatible with other spiritual traditions, no matter what our spiritual tradition, we can feel oneness with this planet and we can know that it too is love and that we are love and that we need to take better care of our planet. Nobody knows with certainty why all this is happening. There can be many reasons. I'm sure humanity is contributing to it there could be some external reasons contributing to it, but we see that the climate is changing right now, and 
all we can do is trust and hold our planet in the light. I mean, right now, I feel that, that having faith or having trust that there is more than just what you see is very much key to finding that peace that we need to find. And that's what presence is. It's simply being present in that space of the divine. And yes, I do want to to send my heart out to those who are experiencing hardships. It may be in the Northwest you're experiencing floods. Um, I actually got a letter from um, my um, the place where I have my mortgage where they were concerned about you know, people in our area that, that might be having catastrophic damages to their homes. And so and that's rather unusual actually. So and also insurance companies and different things. They obviously know that a lot is going on and I've witnessed flooding in my area. And so I know that we're going through some difficulties. There is a lot of violence in the world right now. There is a lot of uncertainty in the world right now, in the U.S. and beyond. And how do we find our center? How do we find our peace? And once again, it's in presence. It's in presence with the love of the divine. That's how we find it. That's where our peace resides. Um, Tonight... I'm not sure how long I'll be on the air. I'll be here for as long as it makes sense. Um, I scheduled this show for quite a while just in case we'll see what kind of interaction we would have tonight. This is um, somewhat of an experiment, and I'm finding it interesting that when it comes to presence, I keep getting an alert that Blog Talk Radio um, actually is closed this weekend. So we are totally on autopilot. We are running, this show is essentially running itself. And I find that interesting too, uh, because sometimes the Earth's experience can feel that way. Um, and yet, what? where are we? We've, we have this very welcoming environment that's certainly working, it's working beautifully, and it's, it's working all by itself. And um, we can trust in that. So if you are called to call the show, put out that number. It is area code 310-807-5104. And we also have a chat room that's open, and there's some people in the chat tonight. And one of the things that I'm inviting, and actually I need to look because one of the people in the chat told me that they posted some stories um, to the Facebook page, because something that I'm inviting tonight is if you have stories of miracles or if you would just like to share with anyone listening who maybe needs some uplifting news or some uplifting stories um, or really anything you'd like to share, if you're having a hardship and you just want to talk tonight, you are certainly welcome to go into the chat room or call 310 310- Eight zero seven five one zero four. So I'm going to see if I can live here while we're talking. See if I can find these stories because um, someone has posted that. We do have, by the way, um, the Frontier Beyond Fear Facebook page, which is still a somewhat of a fledgling page. 
um, I invite you to find it on Facebook. And I'm going to go over there. I see that we have something that is there. And that's the way this night's going to go. I am here simply to be here. I remember, you know, even when I was a child or a young teen, there was something about Christmas Eve night. Um, I used to have trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve night, and I'd just turn on the radio. But I also know, having been in college, different times of my life, there are times when you just kind of look for something. And in the old days, you turned on the radio. Well, nowadays, we go online. And given that this show it has surfaced, I know that people are listening. But simply, it's a comfort. It is a comfort to just have someone there. Just have someone there with you for a while. Because it can feel very alone. And I understand that. Especially if you can't sleep. And if you're feeling lonely and, and, you know, or maybe there's a family conflict that you have to deal with in the midst of the holidays. There can be many things or a health issue. My heart goes out to all of you. And I want to say right now that I am sending you my prayers and my energetic support. However this reaches you, whatever your path, to support you in everything that you're dealing with right now. We're all dealing with something and and I mean, that's why we're human and that's why we're on the earth. And, you know, we can all share together in uplifting one another. So I invite those of you listening to do just that, to reach out to those who, who listen to this either in the future or are listening now to just, just send uplifting energy and don't exclude yourself while you're doing that because... We all need that, and we can all help each other. We are here to help one another. When you think of the divine as being omnipresent, that means God is everywhere. And if that word God doesn't work for you, that's okay. It doesn't matter what word you use. But that love that is omnipresent, that source, that binds us all together, that creative energy, the creator, which is not just one single source. It is a it is a we. It is a we because it is omnipresent. It is everything. That creative force, which is so much more than simply a force. You know, I went to see Star Wars and we once again learned about the Force, and without giving anything away, because it's right at the beginning, they talk about how some of the characters have stopped believing in the Force. They think it's a myth, and that's right at the beginning. So, like I said, I'm not giving any spoilers away to those who haven't seen it. Well, that's true in our world, too. A lot of times people think that, that these stories of miracles, that they're myths. And I will tell you, that I've certainly heard of medical miracles in my life. Uh, I happen to know that even in my own family, um, one of my aunts had polio and was essentially in the hospital. In those days, it was very rough. If you had polio, you either died or you were paralyzed. You might be in an iron lung. Um, This was probably, oh, probably the 1940s. 
maybe even earlier. Actually, I bet it was earlier than that. They're probably, they might not have even created Iron Month by then. I don't even know the full history. But whenever this was, she was very young. Actually, it would have had to have been earlier than that. It would have to have been probably the, the 30s, knowing how old she is. And in a completely different tradition than I'm currently in, which was charismatic Christianity, my grandmother prayed and believed, and her daughter walked. That's how my family became spiritual, at least one part of it. And that's a miracle that I know about firsthand. Um, and she's still alive today, uh, that particular aunt. And she's quite old. I, I think she's old. She's definitely in her 80s. So that's a miracle. I have another friend. If you want to talk about miracles, um, and Jay, I'll be getting to your story here. Just I think I found I found where you're posted. I just for those who are experiencing medical hardships, these miracles can occur. They do. They can be inexplicable, though. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. I tend to believe that's because of a soul's path. It's not because you didn't pray enough. It's not because you didn't believe enough, although prayer and belief seem to have some impact, but sometimes a soul simply needs to do what a soul needs to do, and we need to trust in that too. It's a combination. I've talked about this on the show before, that co-creation is not quite what we think it is. It's real. It is real. The power of prayer, the power of co-creation, the power of intent, it can have an impact. However, there can also be a greater will and a soul path and a higher self path, and those things can influence how the outcome turns out in terms of what is going to cause the greatest growth, the highest path for the most souls who are involved. Often, if something happens that feels adverse, despite prayer, despite belief, that means someone has a lesson to learn and not necessarily the person who quote, you know, believed and maybe it didn't turn out quite exactly as they expected. It's for a greater purpose and it's so important to understand that. That gives me incredible peace. And so if we're telling stories of miracles, I have another friend who was diagnosed with terminal cancer of the spine and was essentially in the hospital saying goodbyes to her children. Um, They told her there was nothing more they could do for her. And she decided that she wasn't ready to go. Now, we need to be careful here. There are some who do go. Even if at a lower level they decide, I don't want to go, they still, they do transition sometimes. That's when a higher will needs that person to just be wherever they need to be. Souls go on. They have journeys. They have missions. A life lasts exactly as long as it's supposed to last. Well, in my friend's case, this can get somewhat inexplicable, but a miracle occurred, and she believed that a miracle occurred. And I saw her not long after that, I guess, about a year after that, she was walking in high heels, beautiful woman, and she was in the spiritual metaphysical community. And she was healed. She was healed. 
Um, and it was an astonishing thing. And I have personally witnessed this. I attest to this, but I have seen it. Okay. I'm going to go look here on the page to see what we have here. All right. Jay, I'm looking for it. (laughs) I love the picture with the dolphin, by the way. Very cool. Um, I'm interacting with with, um, Aloha Jay in in the chat room. Okay. And he's posted something with a big rock. If you can go to the Frontier Beyond Fear um, Facebook page, just look for it on Facebook. You can look at what I'm looking at right now. Okay, so there's two posts, Jay. I'm seeing one. See, I think I'm seeing one that refers to the first one. I'm not sure why I'm not seeing it all, but let's see. Go over here. Aha. There we go. There we go. Okay. Oh, Jay, I'm so glad that you're contributing to the page. And I invite others to do this. I I intentionally Frontier Beyond Fear Facebook page to be a place where people can share. It's not intended to just be my sharing. I want it to be a community page. And that's the purpose. Okay, so let me check out the chat. Okay, yeah, I'm looking, Jay. He's guiding me to the post. All right, let's see here. Oh, come on. It's having trouble, having trouble bringing it up. Okay. All right. This is some inspiration from Jay, who's listening in the chat room. And this is what I want to invite listeners to do tonight. And I'll just stay here. I'll be present as long as I can be present. I may just sit here and babble on all night (laughs) and incorporate what I can from from listeners. But I really want to be here for people. I am your voice in the night. That's what I am here tonight. And I may play a little music here and there, um, may read a couple random things. Um, But um, right now I'm going to look at what Jay has shared on the Frontier Beyond Fear page. Okay. He says, ingredients for a super gift. Homemade wrapping paper, two containers of organic peanut butter with Be Super written on it, home of encouragement, a bent spoon, empathy, humility. The company I work at had a sign-up sheet for two family food hampers The economy was bad this year, and many people have fallen on hard times. I signed up. Food item I chose was peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Instead of dropping the food items in a box, and here you are, I personalized the gift. It was a creative gift, adventure in the making, fun, fun, fun. I wrapped the items into a homemade wrapping paper and place them into the food hamper on December 18, 2015. My boss and I delivered the food hampers on a snowy afternoon to two families, shook the hand of teenager of one family and gave hugs to the mother of the second family. After the last delivery, my boss wondered why they were not jubilant. 
about receiving the food hamper, humility, receiving help from others in a season of spirited giving humbles us, sometimes a feeling of shame for asking help. It opens a seed of encouragement, that feeling that we are not abandoned by the humility of others. Be super, Jay. And, oh, Jay is a native drum teacher. That's a very powerful thought. Okay, I'm reading the rest of this. I I, I have to apologize for my, my vision here, looking at it on my little laptop here. Spirit light glittered in the darkness, blurred and unbound, merged into oneness, gazed brightly onto the oneness, I reached out with my receiving hands, cradled the oneness in my hands. For a moment, everything was perfect as it is, evanescence of my present circumstances. It was all illusions, illusions malleable into oneness, that spirit light in all of us. And that's something Jay, a native drum teacher, posted on the Facebook page. What a beautiful, beautiful poem, Jay. And Jay's a regular listener to the show, and I appreciate that. I'm a regular caller, and and I do appreciate that. So I really appreciate getting a post to the page. And I love the picture with the dolphin. Okay. And then I'm going to see what else is here. Okay. Another poem from Jay. Smiles. I received smiles from distant, far, far away, softened my expressions, transmuted into a shape of a cup. My cup deepened with all those smiles. Uh oh. I lost the page. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like having having technical technical issues here. All right. Well, I lost that one. I had it right in front of me. Oh, here we go. Um, smiles ran over the cup. I caught them in my hand, spread those smiles back to the garden of people and watched them grow, grateful for your seeds of smiles. Okay, there are a couple things that Jay have, has brought up here that I think is vitally, vitally important. Uh, first of all, I so, so relate to that feeling of being receptive and how we can place ourselves in a position of being receptive. And I would also like to put out there that it doesn't matter how much money you actually have, there is something that you need to receive. It's not always money. It can be love. It can be many things. And so there may be those of you listening out there who feel like, you know, you you have all the money you need, but you're still lacking, that there's something you're missing. And you're also afraid, perhaps, to ask for what that is. And that can be a challenging place for us. I mean, there's no question. I think we all work with it. I work with it you know, in many ways, receiving love in particular. And maybe now is a good time to just open ourselves up 
open ourselves up to the love that is coming our way because that is the greatest abundance of all. When we can feel that love, that peace, open yourself up to the peace that is coming your way, to the joy that is coming your way. All you need to do is open yourself up. All you need to be is like a cup. Let yourself be filled. Let your cup run it over. Just like in the Bible, it doesn't matter what our spiritual tradition is. There are many different sources can speak to us, and our cup can run it over. That's what we can do for one another. That's what the divine can do for us. And it comes from multiple directions when we just open ourselves up to receive. Are we in need of abundance? Are there people who can help us? Yes, I have no doubt of it. That can be the situation for many of us. The economy isn't great right now. Um, There's a lot of stories out saying the economy is doing so well. Well, for some people maybe, but there are still many, many people who have never recovered from the recession. Um, And there are some people who maybe all their lives have experienced difficulties in this way. And yet, what's interesting is if you open yourself up to what is coming to you, it can come. If you are having a struggle in some way and you trust, you can trust that it's for growth in some way. For world, I made an incredible income there. Um, because I was a computer scientist, I worked on an executive floor, I was in a significant leadership position, and all of that ended in 2008. And in some ways, um, it ended because it needed to end. I mean, and I could have had another job in that area, but it wouldn't have worked. wouldn't have worked, not with being a mother at the time. <laughs> I still am, but I was needed to be home, the job that was available required me to be away from my child more than I felt was right. And I also felt pulled to this spiritual path. But I suppose if another job that would have worked had been offered, yeah, I would have taken that, probably. But you know what? Ultimately, I had the courage to just go out on this spiritual path. And not long after, it took a while, because that was 2008, seems like ages ago now, Um, I ended up on the path to create this show. Back then I used to write on the Oprah forum anonymously and I I didn't earn any money from that or anything. It was just something I did from my heart. And, um, you know, that was feeding my soul. I mean, we feed who we are. We receive when we're doing the things that we love. And we often are going to find when we're on a path, oh, thanks, Jay. <laughs> I'm not typing much in the chat, but um, he's, he's, uh, he's sweet. Uh, and I do invite you, if you're able to join the chat room, please do. And we'll talk with one another tonight. I'm going to take a drink of water here because I'm going to be talking for a while tonight. There are many people on the spiritual path 
who have chosen to do work that is in the spiritual community who really operate on trust. And, you know, one of the things that, that I don't ask for much, and I still put it out there because I just really trust with it, and maybe I'm like the person in Jay's story to an extent, is, you know, this show is listener-supported. So if people are guided, if they have abundance who are listening and you'd like to support this work as this show continues to grow and expand, I'm learning to receive in that way and to be open to receiving um, your gifts. Right now, many people are giving small amounts to uh, the refugees. Um, In fact, that is yet something else that that I wanted to talk about tonight. When we reach out in the world, there are people who are really suffering, um, and they're not in the news as much right now, but winter is here, and I don't think it's warm in all places, and even if it's muddy and not quite as cold as usual, um, it's still cold if you're a refugee out in the cold. And let's not forget the homeless people here in the United States and in other areas as well. There are people suffering out there, and I know it. And something I want to invite you to do, I don't have the charity up right in front of me right now, but Elizabeth Gilbert, if you go to her Facebook page, the the famous author, Eat, Pray, Love author, and she's got, actually she has a new book out that has Beyond Fear in the subtitle, and I have really thought about inviting her on this show, and I may do it, see if she does radio shows. Um, But um, her book is about fear, Um, It's also about magic. I don't have the exact title in front of me, but she has a book that she wrote about magic and being beyond fear. Um, But she's also participating in a charitable endeavor with multiple people. And maybe I can look this up live while I'm talking about it. And they're asking for just $25 gifts from people. They're not asking for much. That's, That's as much as you can give. $25. $25. All right, I'm going to see if I can get over there on Facebook, see if I can find it. I know it has compassionate in the title. All right, here we go. And they raised an amazing amount of money, but truthfully, given where that's going, here we go. TheCompassionCollective.org. TheCompassionCollective.org. It's right up on her page. And I invite you, I'm going to share a post over to the Frontier Beyond Fear page right now so that people know they did reach a goal, but I actually would like to share that over there just so you can find it. If that's something you that you feel called to do, um, I've just posted it at the top of the Frontier Beyond Fear page, the CompassionCollective.org, and you can you can find that. And um, they're continuing to take donations, so I invite you to check that out. Something I'm aiming to get up quite soon. In fact. And putting it here on the show encourages me to do it even sooner. Is I have a website called spiritualpeacefair.com. Um, it's intended to be 
kind of a a play on a lighter version of spiritual warfare, which I know many have heard that term. And whether we use that term or not, there are people who are consciously in spiritual warfare with others right now. Um, and, you know, that technically has caused the refugee crisis. Um, and whether they use that term or not, that's what's going on. And what I would like to suggest we focus on instead is spiritual peace fair, which is not a passive thing, but it can be. It can be meditating for peace. It can be very silent, but it can also mean action like contributing to something like the CompassionCollective.org. So I hope to put up, in fact, I am going to put up various links on that site to things like the CompassionCollective.org to to help us spread the peace in this world that we need to spread and to help with the divisions that are occurring right now because we have a tremendous amount of divisiveness. Um, I've seen Fox News on and off recently, and, you know, you really see the contrast between that and other ways of thinking about the world. And although it's interesting, I'm able to see it from multiple perspectives. I actually understand that perspective without being a conservative. And that becomes very important, too. And I invite people to do this, is rather than only see the divisiveness, the best way to reach a state of peace, what is peace fair? What is the best way to approach that? It's to basically put yourself in the shoes of whatever person you might have a disagreement with or something you don't understand. And the more that you do that, the more you will understand the perspective. You don't have to agree to understand it. I would like to put out there that it, it's helpful to to not just, just criticize, although it's easy to do in some cases, it's easy, but to, to try to better understand if the perspective is limited, if it's based on limited information, it's really helpful to really put yourself in that position of, okay, if this was the only information I had, if these were the only sources of information I had, what might my perspective on the world be? And if we can do that, we have so much more compassion. And then we begin to understand the different perspectives and we begin to understand how to have a meaningful conversation. I know and was brought up with, for example, end-time theology. And there are a lot of people who are looking at what's going on in the world right now, and it, it looks like the end times, based on you know, Christian theology, um, much of which was more common in recent years. And I welcome another person to the chat. Welcome. Um, and we're, we're here together tonight. Oh, and I see a call. Okay, great. I'm actually going to bring a call on the line here in just in just a second. Um, and I do welcome calls tonight, 310-807-5104. But 
But I just want to say that if you could understand what it's like to to see that perspective of the various things people have been taught about the end times and how it seems like certain things are matching that, because I can see that, I see that perspective, then you can understand why people are acting in a certain way and why they believe a certain way. I mean, it's really that simple. And and once we understand that, we can have a meaningful dialogue. Okay, I'm going to bring a call on the air. I do welcome calls tonight. There's, I do want to tell people, if you are simply listening and I bring you on, um, um, yeah, that's okay. Just tell me you're listening because right now it's not telling you to press 1 to talk to the host. It's not saying that right now. It normally does. Um, and if you do want to talk, I think you can still press 1 um, if you want to talk. But I can still bring you on the air. So if you're at area code 202, I'm going to bring you on the Frontier Beyond Fear. A little slow here. Welcome at area code 202. Are you there? Not hearing anyone right now. I don't know if it's working or not because <laughs> we're we're staff free tonight. We don't have the the normal support staff. I I think you can hear me. Um, I invite the caller if you can be in the chat and tell me if you heard anything. Because remember, we're on our own tonight. We're just going to have to hold this together with our own um, our own. Um, good thoughts, I guess, and whatever works, works, and whatever doesn't work isn't going to work tonight. But I couldn't hear anything, but I'll I'll bring you on again in a few minutes. Um, so sometimes people do step away. Actually, I'm going to try one more time. If you're at area code 202, I'm going to bring you on right now. Hello, at area code 202, can you hear me? Boy, I'm not hearing it. I'm going to see if I can talk to this person privately for a second to see if it works. All right. Not working right now, um, so I'm not sure what's going on. I, I would invite, if you hear me at area code 202, you could try calling in again and see if it works. I'm not sure if you're there or if you're just away from the phone. So um, anyway, we can certainly try again in a little bit. Um, All right. Um, I think now just to give my voice a little rest, there's a song that I've played a few times on this show. I don't know why I keep playing this. I think it's just because it calls to many people who are facing a challenging situation. And it's all about, um, even when you're dealing with a loved one, for example, who may have a a serious health challenge, that there is always something to look forward to, that there is more to this life than meets the eye. And it goes beyond this life. In fact, before I'll play this, I'll tell a story from my own life. This is another miracle story. I might tell a couple. Maybe I won't play music yet. Um, 
We're going to tell miracles. It seemed like I was looking for some miracle stories, but it looks like I'm just going to tell some of my own, and if I manage to find some or others have miracle stories to share, feel free. Um, I will tell um, a couple stories. Um, One story, I was talking about how in 2008 I used to post a lot on forums, and that's true. Um, Those of you who come to my Twitter account where I am Bridge Builder. That was my acronym on on multiple forums. I used to use the, the name um, Bridge Builder. And I tended to spell it without, it wasn't totally spelled out because it hadn't been available. And so, uh, but I would always find my post just, just fully Bridge Builder. Anyway, one one night many years ago, I was posting on a forum, a spiritual forum, and it was a time when I really wasn't sure about God or source or spirit and not really knowing why because I wasn't really sure how I felt about it. I basically thought, I didn't say this out loud, I thought just, I love you, to source, to God. And this thought was in my head. And immediately, and I mean immediately, after I thought this thought, I scrolled on the page that I was on and appearing right on my screen, and I actually took a picture of this and saved it, and I don't know, I've got it around somewhere. I could probably post it at some point if I wanted to post it to the page. It immediately said, I love you too, with a picture of a galaxy. And that is a synchronicity. And that was a really beautiful one. And an impossible synchronicity. And yet, it's so amazing. I I must have gasped at the time. And these are the little miracles that can occur. What are the statistical chances of that happening? It's almost impossible. And yet it did. And I had to prove it to myself. It was actually on a page that was persistent. For a while, I used to go back to that page. It doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. It was many years ago. But I would go back there just to make sure. I didn't imagine that, did I? Nope, I'd go back there, and there it was. It was just something that someone else had posted. And so it was a perfect example of how we are all in this together, how somehow that person... uh, posted right at that time in response to my thought. Uh, And that's a miracle. It's a little miracle. I was going to talk about um, people transitioning in our lives. Um, When my father transitioned, which was some years ago, um, I guess now it was just after Christmas, actually, he had fallen ill uh, right after Thanksgiving. He had fallen and and had become... um, incapacitated from that and it was sort of a steady decline and he died not long after Christmas in January and it was a few years ago and there was a multiple miracle because he was actually supposed to die pretty quickly at one point it was going quick and they didn't think I would make it out here in time to see him and I jumped on a plane. Never in my life have I managed to get a flight on the same day that uh, I tried to make the reservation, and yet I did. 
And even more amazing, I was supposed to speak at an event at the Conscious Life Expo, actually, after, pretty soon after the time that I thought I would be traveling. So I managed to pack up all that stuff and get on the plane. And ultimately, um, I did go to that expo after he died. It was a very long trip. And um, I managed to get out here, and he waited. My father waited for me to get out here, even though it was thought he wouldn't be able to do that. And that does happen. Sometimes it doesn't happen, and if it doesn't happen, it's not meant to. But there are a lot of stories of this where uh, people manage to hold off and wait, and he did. And I had time with him alone, plenty of time, and um, he actually seemed like he wasn't responding, but I knew he could hear me. And yet, right before he died, he opened his eyes. A lot of people talk about that. Um, he did. He opened his eyes, and I witnessed this personally. And he was aware during that last instant. And then he opened his eyes, and right before he died, he looked at that I was just talking to another family member about this who witnessed it too. We both saw this. He looked in the distance, and he was a very intelligent man and uh, curious, and he saw something. He obviously saw something that intrigued him. It was not frightening. It was not a person. We'd already had this um, another time when he first fell, he was calling out to his mother and father in the way that he would talk to them, using a particular name that he would call, especially his father. And uh, we believe that he saw them because at that point the paramedics thought he had almost died. Clearly, he was reaching across the veil. They were coming through to him. But at the end, I have no doubt I attest that that man saw something that utterly engaged him was like a mystery. And by the way he was looking at it, I would have to believe he saw some kind of tunnel, some kind, not just a light. It had to be more than a light. I could tell from his eyes. Maybe it looked like some sort of sacred geometry. I would have to believe it was quite spectacular. Whatever it was was, an, was a mystery. Like, what's that? That's what I saw in his eyes. And he had been totally, you know, his eyes had been shut. He was non-responsive until right before he died, he opened them and was aware. And that was a miracle. And it was a miracle that I was able to spend time with him and say the things that I needed to say and just be with him in a loving space. That was a miracle, too. And I'm sure many of us can talk about miracles. In fact, I invite that um, if you're listening and you want to share your own personal miracle, something you've heard, something you've observed of healing, of a loved one's transition, of angels, I welcome that. I welcome that uh, tonight to inspire others because I do know, I know you're out there, those of you who have lost a loved one, and it's Christmas time if you're celebrating Christmas. Um, even if you're not as, as spiritually celebrating Christmas and yet still honoring the holiday in some way, um, whatever holiday is meaningful to you, 
this time of year in the U.S. anyway can be a little challenging if someone has transitioned and they're not at the gatherings in the way that they used to be. But you know what? They're with us. I will tell you that I have really felt the presence of my father in recent years. In fact, even on this trip alone, I've heard his name twice in random ways, and he didn't have a common name either. Um, I've had, I even had a, I had a situation um, where the car that he used to drive had an issue, and I had to bring it into the shop, and when it was ready, they called his name. <laughs> and that was a reminder. Now, some people would say, well, that's just logical. That's not a miracle. But it was a reminder. It's the little thing. It's how it speaks to you. The other thing I noticed with him is he sends me quarters. A lot of people claim those, uh, they see pennies from heaven. I know people who said that their loved ones send them pennies from heaven or feathers or something meaningful. There's often an object, well, with my dad, it's quarters, and they just show up everywhere. <laughs> and they can show up in unusual places. And, you know, a skeptic would say, oh, come on, it's just a quarter. Well, you know what, that's just fine for them. For me, when I see a quarter, it's connecting me to the love on the other side, to this soul who was my father and is in some aspect and is now more because I believe that he has lived many lives and, you know, he's living many lives now. We think about this. This is one form of belief. For me, I've studied reincarnation and not always willingly. I was kind of drafted into it after making some discoveries and I fully believe that that's how it works and that there's evidence of it. And... um because of that, I believe that, you know, you don't even have past lives or future lives because when you get beyond the veil, there is no time. And so what we really need to think about, and it can always be a little challenging to think about, is current lives, is that our soul is living many lives concurrently because there's really no time across time. And yet right now, you are here, now, as you are. And that's what you're to focus on right now. Back to being present. We are present. We are present here in this moment. And that is what counts for us right now, is to live this life fully and to find those things we're thankful for. It's taken me a while. In fact, this was also going to point out in Jay's home, he reminded me of gratitude yet again. I did a show after Thanksgiving on so very thankfulness, and that is the kind of gratitude that is very, very deep. It can come in unlikely ways. Tonight, if you were watching network television in the U.S., um, It's a Wonderful Life was on, and I didn't watch the whole thing. Actually, it, it just ended. The show actually started before it ended, but I'm sure many of you watch that every year. And what that show is about is essentially radical gratitude is the term that has been used for that um, because he discovers in that movie that it doesn't matter what's going wrong in his life. He's in, a, in an awful bind in the movie, and he's in terrible despair. And yet that angel gives him 
such a gift of thankfulness for his life and the meaningfulness of his life because every life makes a difference. Every life matters. But it doesn't matter to him anymore what his circumstances are. And he's like running through the town celebrating even though he's still going through. At that point in the movie, his difficulty has not been resolved. That he walks right in. And I don't think I'm spoiling anything because most of us have seen this. You know, he's thrilled. He said, fine, I'm going to jail or whatever. You know, he's having to deal with this terrible um, circumstance in his life. And he's just thankful. He's thankful to be alive. And that's a huge example. You know, people like Nelson Mandela, they, Gandhi, you know, going through difficult circumstances, people in the concentration camps, they, they are those who found thankfulness even in the worst situations. That doesn't condone the situation. That doesn't condone horrible injustice. But it is a triumph over injustice when you can find joy even in the midst of hardship because at that point you have won you have found your path that will lead you out of that that's what you know people like Gandhi discovered they just didn't let it phase them I mean I'm sure everyone has their moments of humanity when it does phase them even great people Mother Teresa who was recently it was recently announced that she's going to be a saint. She often wrote, which surprised a lot of people, about her doubts. And isn't it wonderful to see how beautifully human Mother Teresa was? I find that very meaningful. And yet they're still going to saint her. That's where it's at, is that we can be human but we can also find these amazing moments of radical gratitude. It's a dichotomy. We can accept where we are in the moment, in our journey, but we can also find those pockets of joy, and they have the way of transforming us, and it can make a difference longer term. Um, The more that you discover that gratitude, the more that you discover that joy, the more that you can uh, navigate through challenging situations and they just don't get to you like they used to. And you can see it in yourself. I personally have experienced this. I've said many times on this show that old friends of mine in particular would laugh that I have a show about fear. Even nowadays sometimes I can be anxious, although not nearly as much as when I was younger, because I used to be a lot more anxious. And I couldn't have even imagined speaking extemporaneously like this. It used to be that I would only speak if I'd written something and then I'd read it. But just talking like this, no way. But I was anxious about a lot of things, health, work, you name it, even driving. Sometimes I still get anxious about driving and certainly about life. I'm human. But what I noticed is the peace that passes understanding, to use another biblical concept, is here. The more that I let it in, the more it's here. And it is such an incredible gift. No matter what you're going through, 
I had a loved one have a health challenge last year, and there were some pretty frightening moments. And I will tell you, yes, I felt the fear. Of course I did. But I also felt miraculous things in the midst of that. And ultimately, I knew that it all happened, not because of some failure of prayer or belief or any of that. It happened because we needed that experience to grow. And in many ways, it brought people closer together who needed to be brought closer together. And it did a lot of magical things. And that's what we need to look for. And that's where we can find thankfulness. So those of you who are alone tonight and maybe feeling down or maybe you have a health challenge or this Christmas just isn't like the ones in the past and maybe you don't even want to be thinking about it because it's just so difficult right now or perhaps you've lost your home because of the economy and you're struggling and that you keep hearing, you watch the commercials and they're selling all this stuff that there's no way that you feel you could buy. I know not being in the corporate world anymore, it really hits me when you watch the rampant consumerism in this country, um, what it feels like when maybe you don't have as much money anymore. Maybe you never had that much money. I mean, I don't know, many of us didn't have the money to just buy as many things that they show on television. And the thing is, is those things are not going to carry happiness. But we also can see just the trap of all of that. But it can also be hard. I mean, when, when you're dealing with a very strict budget, it can be challenging to to observe the consumer culture. It, it can be challenging. And I see that. And you only can see that more meaningfully when maybe some of those things aren't readily accessible to you. And that's the lesson. That's part of the lesson of compassion that we learn in those circumstances. All right, I'm going to check the chat. Actually, I'm going see. All right, I see we've got... I do welcome those of you who are listening. And you are listening to the Frontier Beyond Fear. And it's my intent as I started this show tonight to simply be present, to simply be a voice in the night to listen to. Um, Because I know there have been times in my life where I have welcomed just a steady voice. We all welcome that. We welcome a steady presence. It matters. Who can you be present for in your life? Who is present for you? That's something to be thankful for. And people can be present in many different ways. And it's something that can be very powerful. And that's my intent tonight, to simply be here for those who just happen to be searching around and they stumbled on this show. Um, What does it mean to be beyond fear? Does it mean that we are never with fear? Of course we're going to be fearful. But fear is a catalyst. And there's always a moment beyond. The logo for this show shows opening a door. And that's it. I mean, there's light beyond the door and all we need to do is open the door and let the light in that's all it takes 
all it takes is being open. Even if you're a skeptic, all it takes is saying, fine, if you're out there, show me. And you know what's funny about It's a Wonderful Life is he does that. He actually says, show me the way, which I find very interesting because I went through a time in my life of despair and really searching, and that was my question too. And then something happens that's adverse right after he he says that prayer. Um, and he says, you know, thanks a lot, so much for that sort of thing. Well, you know what? Just a little bit longer the divine works in perfect timing and it didn't take long before his answer to prayer to appear in an unusual way and that's the way the human experience is that's the way our interaction with the divine I think I will let's see I'll look at the music that I have here actually First, I'm going to check and see if area code 202, if it's possible to bring you on. If I can't, it's just something going on with the phone. But area code 202, I'm going to see if I can bring you on the show since you've been waiting patiently. See if it works this time. Hello, at area code 202, are you there? Oh, I do hear you. Kind of. See? I can barely hear you. Try again. Mm, can't hear you. I'm gonna I'm gonna try a different different phone to see if it helps on my end. Hold on, just stay there. Be softer on this phone, but area code two oh two, can you hear me? Boy, I can't hear you at all. Let's try one more time. Area code 202, say something. See if I can hear you this time. No, this is not working. I, I can't hear. I don't know if people can hear. I have to be able to hear on the phone, and I might be able to hear you online. I don't know if anyone in the chat can hear you when you're speaking. Um but I can't hear you, I'm afraid. You might try calling in again. That might help. Um, but right now I can't hear you. But I heard a little bit of you. I know that you're out there. Um, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and rest my voice for just a second. And let's see. I'm trying to see what I have here to play. I don't have too many songs. Here's one. I don't even know what this song, I can't remember what this song is. So we're just, this is our mystery song. Um, it's called You're One With Me. It's by Larry Sire. It's a different song I haven't played. And Larry Sire is a Grammy Award winning musician who um, did this, the music for the Frontier Beyond Fear. And I'm just going to play a little music here and then I'll be right back. So now's a good time for for everyone to take a short break. If you want to get a glass of water or something, take a break. Um, this song is a little over four minutes. So just listen to the song um, along with me because I'm curious what it is too. I haven't listened to it in a while. So here goes.
thought, well, that was quite the nice song. I'm glad that I picked that. I just happened to still have that from the show that I did with Larry Sire singing in that, as I recognized it, was David Wilcox, Larry Sire's good friend and colleague. And David is quite well known as a New York Times best-selling author, and one of his passions is also singing and music because he was raised around that, and he's always had an interest in that. And so, oh, I guess it was some years ago, I don't know how long, maybe five years, maybe less, um, Larry Sire and David Wilcox, um, they created a a musical, um, oh, it's kind of a, it is a, a very, um, very elaborate musical story consisting of, of multiple pieces um, that's all part of Wander Awakening, which is what that piece was obviously from, and the singer was David Wilcox on that, and it certainly had meaning. Um, those of you that heard the discussion earlier in the show about omnipresent love and being one with omnipresent love, and I really want to emphasize for those of you listening from other spiritual traditions that this notion of omnipresence is indeed present in multiple traditions and that we don't need to think of it as, oh, you know, that's something only so-called New Agers believe or, um, you know, that's only part of pantheism or whatever. If you believe in omnipresence, if you believe in that, if you believe that God, Spirit, your Creator, however you choose to label that, is everywhere, then necessarily you are one with that Creator. Um, no matter how you choose to characterize that creative force, I choose not to think of it as only a force, it is very much personal. When I was young, I was taught about the personal love of God, that you will find the personal love of God, that that you can have a personal relationship with God. And I must be honest that when that involved a God who would create hell, uh, who would allow that to exist, whose love could fail um, in that way um, by abandoning souls, it was really hard for me to conceive of a personal relationship with a God who seemed split right down the middle into two different personalities, one that was loving and one that gave up on humanity. And um, I know that it's Christmas Eve, and that may not be the message that some feel that I should be sharing tonight, but I see other wonderful things in the Christmas Eve story that don't need to involve hell. Because for me, that notion of anyone ever, ever being abandoned or deceived away from the love of God is just not consistent with an all-powerful, all-loving creator. And I struggled with that for many years, and I choose to openly 
say so. There are many Christian universalists. I've actually had one on my show. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, but um, And I really would like to have more on. And they fully have a very consistent belief system with traditional Christianity and yet not including the notion of eternal hell or any kind of hell um, beyond it just being a trash dump, which is how they they tend to characterize it, that the translation was incorrect, that the interpretation is incorrect. Um, and another person who's a great source is Rob Bell, who wrote Love Wins. I highly encourage reading Love Wins if you have any doubt about how and you're more traditional in your beliefs that the notion of hell is putting you in anguish because he came from very conservative roots um, and he could not reconcile the notion of hell because love wins. And that's really as simple as it is. For love to win, everyone must be able to partake in it. There is no justice that is devoid of love. Um, There is no perfection that lacks love. Love must be consistent for everyone, for everyone. And there's no possibility of being abandoned with the key being thrown away. That would not be God or love. That would be something else. And we need to honestly come to terms with this so that we can move forward into that space of unconditional love because that's what is asked of us is to welcome that unconditional love and to spread the good news. And that's the good news. We're loved. We are loved, folks, beyond our imagining. And there is nothing we could ever do to cut ourselves off from that love because that's how powerful God is. And that's what it's about. That's why if you're listening to this show and you feel alone, you're not alone because you're loved. There just isn't anything that can get in the way of that. Free choice can seem to get in the way because we're free to make choices. But there is nothing deceiving you into some awful choice. The only thing that we have to work with is our humanity, which we chose. We chose to be human so that we could learn what it was like to rediscover the miracles. And that's what's happening now. When when I was watching Star Wars, and again, not giving away spoilers, and they believe the Force is a myth, there's an amazing thing when you rediscover that we live in a truly miraculous world. When you start to see the miracles and you can't deny them, astonishing and that is the world that we live in all we need to do is open our eyes and be open to receiving 
We need to be open to receiving the true love of God, which is unconditional. No matter what the teaching has said, in your heart, in your conscience, you know it's obvious. And the heart is not wicked. It is not deceitful. It is your guide. It is it is how we're led by the divine. Because you simply know what feels right. And being unconditionally loved feels wonderful because that's God. Um, just checking the chat room. Oh, okay. I see we've got people in the chat. Hi, hi, spiritual and paranormal happening. Let's see. Okay, here I am. I'm just. Um, I don't think Jay's right here at the moment, but she's, there's a. I, they're looking for Jay. What's he? What do you think about, what about the shaft? You know, <laughs> um, I have to be honest and tell you, I actually haven't read the shack. I have the shack, and I know it's very popular, and I need to read it. It's hard for me sometimes to read books about really harsh things. I know that some pretty difficult things happen in the shack, and I haven't read it for that reason. But um, hi, Bear. Um, but um, and I'm just talking to. I'm glad to have people in the chat. I'm happy to interact with you. What do you think about the Bible and the fact that many books were left out? Well, uh, I will say that I was raised an evangelical um, and was a Bible drill champ, or close, maybe not quite the champ, but I certainly. Uh, you know, was well-trained, but I'm not a literalist. And for me, what's important is love. I mean, is is this, when we read every word, you know, I can point out some verses that are fairly harsh in the in both the Old Testament and the New, and and you have to just say, is this something that is consistent with my conscience? And that, I think, is really important. And through that, you decide whether you're going to be a literalist or not. No, um, yeah, man made those decisions, not God. Well, um, some people will say that the words came from God, so you can't question them, but... Um, yeah, man made the decision to, to throw certain concepts out of the Bible, and that happened early on. I mean, a lot of early Christians were killed because they had alternative beliefs. Um, there were universalist beliefs that were very vibrant in the early church. Um, and I don't claim to be a complete expert on early church history, but... Certainly the Gnostics had alternative ideas, and I've read some of those texts. Um, the Essenes were known for a great many things. I mean, there is a lot that we don't know about that has, has been kept from us. 
but at the same time, I I tend to be, I probably because of my upbringing, I'm I'm not one to base my belief on words. That I tend to, um, you know, base it on on love and on feeling and what feels vital and real to me. And, and yeah, it's really interesting that. Um, Oh, that's interesting about, okay, someone in the chat is saying, the first woman in the original Genesis was made from dirt with Adam, and she ended up turning and was earthbound as a demon. Yeah, I don't know all these stories, but, um, and her name starts with an L. Well, maybe we're talking about Lilith, I'm not sure. I know there's a legend of that. But what I will say is, you know, even in the, the the books that were given to us of the Bible, there's more than one Genesis story. In fact, there's one that's really interesting, the one that says male and female, he created them in God's image. I'm not paraphrasing a little bit, but um, which is kind of interesting that that's said because one of the things that we tend to lose sight of is that there is a feminine image of God and that it's both. It's a dichotomy. Yes. And so the the divine feminine is very important as we move forward. Many people at this time of year, if they're Catholic especially, um, yeah, you can call in. Um, but I'm talking to someone in the, to bear in the chat. I welcome callers tonight the calling numbers 310-807-5104. I will tell you that we had a little trouble getting a call in earlier, but I certainly would would welcome another call if it comes in. <laughs> there is a note up on the studio page tonight that, that uh, Blog Talk Radio is on autopilot tonight, and it's working great so far for the most part, but... Um, you know, thankfully, those people who normally are here doing all the things they do, um, they are taking the night off with their families, and I'm actually glad that they are. So, um, but yes, I welcome phone calls as long as I can hear them. <laughs> the last one didn't come through so well. So, uh, but um, what I would say most of all, I, I know, and I was taught this too as a child is is we really are taught that, that we may lead ourselves astray or that we could be led astray by, you know, notions of love that that are too all encompassing perhaps, you know, that, that are contrary to what we read. And I still would suggest that conscience I use that word very explicitly right now because if often people are taught that they're not to trust their hearts, but trusting your conscience is important too. That feeling of what feels right. Um, Alright, I'm going to bring a call on the line. We've got Bear, I believe, at area code 423. Welcome, Bear. Are you there? Good, good. Hey, good evening. Good evening. I can hear you. Oh, great. Because the last call is <laughs> great. I hear you very well. 
welcome. Beautiful. I, I got I got lucky, I guess, maybe. Um, uh, I know that I had some problems uh, trying to make a show earlier um, this evening, and uh, there's just so many people trying to get in um, on the on the show, and they were just talking about some kind of silly stuff. And um, <laughs> uh, paranormal, you know, if you want to call it silly, you know, some paranormal and, you know, scary things and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I did have some problems with phone calls myself, so... You're not the only one, trust me. Um, well, you know but, what? I'm glad that, that the people who run this, they're taking some time off. That's just fine with me. I am too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they absolutely, need their yeah. time as well. I, I'm glad it's working as well as it's working. So so are you normally a host of your own show then? Is that I, is I that have right? done it for about five and a half, yeah, for about five and a half years off and on. Um, uh-huh. and uh, just doing you know paranormal shows, uh, which I, I have just been very intrigued by that by that side of things, but that side of life and that the questions and the things that are unanswered still, even with the TV shows and everything that you see and blah blah blah, you know, yeah. um, it's still uh, very intrigued by, and I have a passion for that for that field. Um, so. Uh, you know, just intriguing stories about history and what happened, you know, back in you know different times of different different parts and different times of of, of the history of our state of our of our country, and uh, uh-huh. you know, it kind of kind of goes hand in hand in in, in certain situations. Um, no, I find that you know, interesting for, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's very intriguing. It's very intriguing. You know, um, uh-huh. but I, I love I love doing shows and and uh, and I love just interacting with people and being able to talk with people and getting getting people from all walks of life and 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 not necessarily um you know well, I guess I should back up and just say that this way maybe as better uh, probably make more sense um you know open keeping my mind open to other people's experiences and maybe even take from that and bring Self from things that other people have done or said or or say to me, regardless of whether it's negative or cussing me out or trolling or whatever, you know, or they're <laughs> they're actually being being which I've been accused of many times. Trust me, um, which nah, I have better things to do. But anyway, you know, I mean, I love listening to shows, and, I, and that's why I was, you know, you may say anything negative on your on your um uh on your uh, you know uh your chat room and I I would not do that because I you know I know how it is to be blamed for things like that but at any rate um I don't want to go to my road so <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but but anyway you know the thing is is that <clears throat> you know I love I love the fact that it's an outlet um especially for someone yeah. disabled and I can't get out much that voice law I'm not going to uh, no, it does give me something to look forward to every morning, every evening. I to try to show the day, and um, yeah. just get out there. You know, um, when I when I feel it's uh, safe for me to get in the truck and uh, see not only myself, but you know, Caesar, it's something to do, it's something positive to do, and I love it. Um, and I'll, I'll talk with them, I'm not but, um, you're breaking no, up I, just a little. Just just let you know okay, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm 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 able to understand every other word. I'm on a cell okay, tonight. Sorry, I'm sorry, on very sorry limited. about that. I, I'm not in my normal place and so I'm really running this with, with the most limited way. Well, I've been doing this show for over five years too, so I relate. Have you really? <laughs> uh huh. 
Yeah, it's been on wow. Blog Talk okay. Radio all that time. Yeah, yeah, pretty Me much. Me both, just, okay. Uh-huh, it's in its sixth year. My my show started in October. Uh, it just reached its fifth, the end of the fifth year in October, so... Yep. Okay, so you you were on you came on a couple of months before I started because I started in the beginning of of ten. Okay, yeah, I would have started. Well, no, it would have been the end of um. I'm, I'm just saying the end so of two thousand ten. October two thousand ten. I think you're before me slightly. Okay, yeah, but it might. Well, that was just you know the same time. I think so. Uh, a lot of that in the very beginning was a lot of trial and error and a lot of hanging up myself and saying, um, you know, bleep this and bleep that. You know, I'm not, I'm not any good. I'm not going to be able you know, I don't have. <laughs> so I, I had the most monotone radio voice ever, and I would have people say, no, you don't. No, you're cool. You know, it, it sounds good. You're, you're doing okay. And had a lot of people encouraged me, which was awesome. And, uh, you know, going through the negativity and the negative stuff and then the positive things that, that I would just try to take and over, you know, overshadow that negativity with, uh, with, with the, you know, light, you know, with the lights, the, 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 you know, and, 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 uh, trying to be positive and, and get rid of that stuff yeah. that was, uh, that was really, really getting to me. And, but at any rate, all that stuff is gone now. Thank goodness. Thank the big man above, yeah. uh, you know, but I, I wanted well, to ask you a question. Fine. Yes, yes, ask your question. You said you have a very big question that bothered you. It, for it's a pretty lot. deep. I mean, it's, yeah, because you were talking about how you were raised. Um, uh-huh. And now, and are you able to hear me a little bit better right now? Because yes, I'm like, I I'm upside down in my clearly. chair right now. I hear you okay. very clearly now. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Well, you know, uh, what hit me when you were talking about uh, how you were raised? Um, and, uh, yes. and, and, and now, do, was I. Am I correct in understanding that it was in a, it was in a, uh, it, you were raised in the church? Yes, I'm a granddaughter of an evangelical minister. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, okay, I, I am the grandson. Family. My my family <laughs> as well. I'm the grandson of a Church of Christ preacher in Bogart, Georgia, right outside of Athens. Uh, okay, where the and University Church of Christ, of Georgia I understand. Yeah, Church of Christ yes. is even more restrictive. Because um, oh, my you actually goodness. have to go to Church of Christ to go to heaven. Yeah, I I know a lot about Church of Christ actually. Although I'm not Church of Christ, but I know about it. Okay. <laughs> so well, it's very, you, the, very you understand. Yeah. You you understand the struggle for someone like myself. And I'll go ahead yes. and admit that I am the black <laughs> sheep of the family. And I did, and, yes. and once well, I started being able to make my own decisions. Yes. Uh, and, and think for myself, and being able to, and, yeah. and, and going to the Church of Christ in Chattanooga where I grew up, um, you know, going there on a constant basis with my dad being an elder, my mom working there, I'm going to a Christian school, private school, da da yeah. da, the whole shebang. It's being shoved down my throat, and I started rebelling. And I yes. started saying, well, I don't like the way that these people come in here and say this and that and this and that. And then I hear uh-huh. them outside the church saying bad things about the same exact people that they were uplifting 30 minutes ago. So yeah. that two-faced kind of, and I hate to say it that way, but I have to be blunt about it, that two-faced way of being in, in, in a religious atmosphere and in a, in a 
in a in a in a scriptural atmosphere where you're supposed to be learning from the from the Bible and supposed to be taking it to your life everyday life and applying it and trying to make your you know try to do what God wants you to do try to follow along with his commandments and and what he what what he would want you to do and live live a good live a good life and try to make the best decisions you can as a sinner either way but still yeah doesn't mean that you can't try your best to be a good person and make good decisions. Um, you know, when I started breaking away from the Church of Christ, and and, and listen, Susan, I don't go anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of that has to do with my mom as well. She's Cherokee Indian. So I got two uh-huh. different sides of growing up. I got Church of Christ from my dad, and mom was kind yeah. of forced into it when she married my pops. Okay, I mean, Dad's yeah. Irish, um, but yeah. so he's gonna do a strange combination there. But, <laughs> that but you can know, happen. that is. Oh, it's it's yeah. I mean, but it's it's it's, it's wonderful. They've been together sixty years. Dad turned eighty yesterday. Uh-huh. You know, and wow. Mom's seventy-seven. So yeah, so you know, I'm here That's taking care great. of them as well as myself and and all that good stuff. But anyway, my question is to you, um, to you know, with with you know, kind of giving you a little bit of background of me of what I went through. Um, you know, I can go on and on about the rebellious stages and all that stuff, but but you know, my 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 question is, you know, should I be worried about what my family thinks of me if I go to say a Baptist <laughs> church, or because you you're exactly right about the Church of Christ? Uh-huh. Yeah, because you're exactly right about the Church of Christ, thinking no, that know. if you're not Church I of Christ, know. you're going to hell. Yes. I, right? I'm well aware of this. I I just happen to have right. insight into that church. Yes. Right. So yes. you understand what they believe. Now, if I go to another church, oh, I'm going to hell. Susan, I'm yes. I'm already in hell. I know. You know, I know. as far as they're they're concerned. So, if I do it for myself, for my spirituality to grow and to then to to be a try to be a better person and make better decisions and treat people like I want to be treated, which I have not done lately. Well, not lately. I mean, you know, the last the last couple of years. I, I've I've been very self centered and, and, and said some things to some people that I, I really have I've gone in and, and tried to be forgiven and asked them for forgiveness as friends or ex friends or whatever and some of them accepted and some of them didn't. And and that's my and that's just my doing. You know, I, I, I put myself in that situation by not being considerate and, and passionate and, and compassionate, you know, towards people that should be in my life as friends because they were good influences. Either way, you know, um, my my family, again, when I tell them I go to a non-denominational church or a Baptist church or whatever church, they frown upon that, and it makes me feel horrible. Yeah. Where I well, can't go and enjoy okay. it and get something out of it, you know? So, so yeah. I'll leave it at that and see what you think. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you that from even a love-based perspective, you know, there's there's multiple ways of looking at this. Usually people who mm-hmm. are on the outside of these situations will see the judgment more than anything. But what I see, I mean, just in my own experience, too, is mm-hmm. the heartbreak. Is yeah. And I'm not, what you're facing is not easy, and I want to put that out there. Because even for me, having done this show, and a lot of my stuff is, is um you know, I put out a lot of new age type things. People would label that, right. and it's way black sheep stuff, right? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And everything. And 
Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I have some very conservative people in my family, um, and to some of them, they don't necessarily all know that I'm doing this, but I do it anyway. If they do, some of them might not say. Some of them do know, and yet they're accepting of it, even if they don't um, believe it. But at the same time, my biggest concern can be is it would break their heart because it's really hard. Yes. In fact, this is how I came. I, I There was a time when I asked a question on a big apologetics forum. Um, not everybody knows about it. It's called the it's CARM, the Christian's Apologetic Research Network. I think it's a research ministry. Anyway, the question that I came to was because of this very question you just asked me, was mm-hmm. how in the world could they be happy? Could anyone be happy in heaven if they have loved ones in hell? Because if they truly mm-hmm. love you, and I'm sure they do, and if you go to hell, if, if you were to believe in hell, it really kind of sure. negates heaven. And nobody could answer that question. It became a very popular question on that forum and on another forum, and then eventually they deleted it because they didn't like that question. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, it disappeared, (laughs) and they said it was no longer relevant is what they told me. (laughs) So it's like, oh, really? What? Yeah, well, they couldn't handle it. Ridiculous. The best answer I ever got was that God would make them think their loved ones were in heaven. That that wow. was the the only answer someone could give, but there was no answer to that question. There's no answer, and so I, I, here's well, what, can here's, I can I try? <laughs> oh, sure. Can you I can try to answer that question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because and, I, but I know you're you're running low on time. I don't want to take the rest of your time, but uh, but uh, no, I, I'll try to make it quick. I kind of thought about something when you when you were asking when you were talking about that. I was thinking, well. Does it does it not contradict itself for people that think other people in other denominations are going to hell because they don't believe the same thing? Is that not judgmental? And God says that that oh, is a sin. Is. So they're it, going it to hell too. Well, all right. If I'm going if I'm going to hell for good, I mean, if I'm going to hell for going to a non-denominational church, yeah. and they're not going to hell because they're they that's what they think because they're Church of Christ, and they think everybody else is going to hell, then they're going to hell for thinking everybody else is going to hell. Because that's well, judgmental. I will tell you, that could be. But I was also raised with the notion of eternal security, although they debate that one, or that once right. you're a Christian, if you really are, you can't lose mm-hmm. it. And so, like, if you left the church, but they then would use that as an indicator of, well, you must not have never believed. You must never have believed to begin with. See, that's how they they get you there, even if you did. Yes. But but at the core of this, and I know we have limited time in the live show. I mean, I'll I'll break it into overtime if I need to. We have another caller on the line, and and I see them. Okay. I just wanted to let them know. But that's okay. I want to talk with you for a moment. Um, okay. What I would I would say because it's a really good question. This is a journey where this can take years. I'm still working with this. Okay. Um, I need right. to be really honest with you. This is not yeah. something that you 
it takes years. And, you know, it sounds like, um, you know, we're both working with this in our own ways. And, you know, ultimately the answer many people will give and is you have to live your own life. And I can say that, and yet I know that it's difficult. And, And we learn that a step at a time. It's also difficult when we feel the hurt in people. And so what we try to do then is to explain why it is we believe the way we do. And or right. some, for some people, you just can't explain it. Um, well, but truthfully, because they're, they're closed up. Yeah, uh, it's right. And and so, but ultimately, I mean, you need to keep taking yourself in the direction of doing what you're guided to do. I mean, because otherwise you're going to be miserable. I have found that the more that I free myself, and I'll be honest with you, um, you'll find alternatives that may not totally resonate either. I'm not sure I've found a home yet spiritually. I'm kind of floating outside several traditions right now. I question lots of things. I question <laughs> even new things that, you know, to some people right. are very sacred. Um, right. And I'll question those too if it's not working for me. And so, um, but the thing is, is you need to to follow what your spiritual path is guiding you to do because that's the only way you're going to grow. And it does get easier. And I have also found that family members are much, I really can be understanding or it's not nearly as bad as all that. Things I used to fear some years ago never really happened. You know, it it was nothing to really fear. And I'm just glad that I'm exploring, I mean, because that's what I need to do. If I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't feel alive. I mean, you really feel kind of dead inside if you can't explore spiritually. I completely, right, I completely agree, because that is the feeling that I have had for the last couple of years, to be honest with you, and yeah. it's just yeah. now awakened, like 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 the Star Wars movie, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just now awakened uh, uh, in me, Um uh, over the last week or two, it's felt like rejuvenation. Uh, it's yeah. felt like I'm 19 again. And nothing, I have not done anything special other than change my focus on what I believe and what I'm actually studying and taking seriously now. You know, I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense, but, but no, it's... it makes it, total it's, sense. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a hard time explaining. Hey, sometimes it comes out wrong. But I, yeah, you know that's that's the biggest thing for me. So, you know that I know it's a it's a question that we could just talk about all night long because I, I love talking about you know anything Christianity, anything religious, anything oh, yeah. because of yeah. the way I was raised. You know, because of being raised by my granddad, my dad actually doing a little bit of uh, sermons and some preaching as well in the Church of Christ, and then you know, kind of uh, you know, mom and mom originally, of course, you know, uh, was out in Oklahoma all the time. You know, with her, her with her her family uh, on the uh, reservations, and, you know, so her upbringing is completely different. So, you know, me being raised one way and dad being raised, you know, raising me another way, I was conflicted in a lot of ways, uh, and, 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 you know, uh, well, mom would, would say, talk about spirit, spirit, you know, spirits and spirit animals and, and guides, uh-huh. spirit guides, and, uh-huh. you know, this yeah. and that and the other thing, and the Hebrew is, wow. is extremely close to Cherokee, and, 
And, uh, you know, the both of those languages are extremely, extremely close. And, uh, um, you know, just the way that they're pronounced in the words and everything in Hebrew and, 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 and the Native American, uh, uh, especially the Southeastern Cherokee, um, were, were, you know, those, the very, the languages for whatever reason, extremely similar. So, you know, trying to teach me words like that and you know, not all that stuff I've kind of forgotten, but, you know, um, you know, kind of being pulled in two different directions was not easy either, you know, and then also, wow. you know, going to the church of Christ and, and then seeing what I saw that made me kind of want to break away from that. Oh, well, that's two faced. Why would I even want to be a part of this anymore? That kind of thing, you know, like I was describing earlier, it's been a it's been a it's been a madhouse for me as far as you know my spiritual yeah. belief system and, and and my religious and the beliefs and things, and now though at the same time now something has awoken in me, and I have not put my finger on it yet, but I know I feel like myself now. That's it. That's it right there. That but what did I have to do? I don't know what I did though. Is the thing that's you, scaring, you is scaring the crap out of me. You just well, because that's the way God <laughs> is real. I mean, just because you know some of the things that we were taught may not be exactly right, um, it doesn't negate the fact that God is real, and and oh, I, that's oh, what you're feeling. God, I think so. I mean, God mm-hmm. is pretty is is really powerful. <laughs> I mean, oh, absolutely. When, when you're absolutely. really on that track. I will tell you, when you're really on that track, and, you know, Christians get on this track, or, or, you know, different people have different traditions. I mean, everybody can get on this in the sense of that love coming in um, Mm -hmm. and and feeling that more, the power of that. Um, However, it's coming to you, um, and even if you think, well, it's only going to come in a specific way, if that's your belief system, that's okay. It can still come to you. I mean, whatever you believe. Um, it's yeah. Oh, yeah, because it has. Too much. Right, and that's it. It's guiding you. I mean, and you just, you almost, you can't resist it. When, no. When God comes to you so powerfully, you can't resist it. And I have to tell you, I'm just so amazed. I know it's late at night. But I'm not sure I've ever seen this program where you go to the live page, you know, just live, and it's the number one featured show with the big picture up there. I don't think it's ever made it to the the number. It's got well, you know, close, uh, but it's never made yours. It. I'm just looking yeah, at mine, the mine did the same thing today. No, so it's right up there. I mean, that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, I've my, seen it in the, it's on the front page quite a bit, but just to get all the way up that high, that's really cool. And I'm For glad the we're first time, I, and, and let me tell you something. The first time, and, and this is amazing because it happened with mine today. Uh huh. See. First time. First <laughs> time on front page as well. First time on well, front on the front. Uh huh. I've been on the front page before, but I've never been the number one live show of all of them. Right. Like right. right now, yeah. Yeah. Talking, where it's the big picture. That's like the, the whole. Yeah. Right. Uh, absolutely. That. And that's that's, that's what high. happened with mine this evening as well. That, isn't awesome. that, that oh wow, that's kind See, of freaking me out. That's a sign right there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're on the right track. I mean, Both you that, and I are. It. Yes. Yes. You know. You yes. And, and listen, I like I don't that. I don't want to be I don't want to be rude and take you know if you I I would be more than happy just to hang out and listen to it if you want to take the next caller. I'm not trying to tell yeah, you. Yeah. You know what? If you want to hang out, I might. 
I might take this into overtime because we're getting close to the end of Beautiful. the live show. So I I want to yeah. let people know that if you want to call in, you can listen. You know, Blog Talk Radio lets you listen on the teleconference oh, yeah. line. So those of mm-hmm. you who are listening live, we're going to go into overtime. And if you call 310-807-5104 now, you can listen live. Um, and I'll keep the chat room up. Sometimes it throws the chat down um, yeah. at some point. But for now, it'll stay up. I don't know how long it'll stay up. Um, but you are welcome to call that. And, yeah, just stay on the line. We may talk some more okay. here in a second. We're oh, on a roll. Beautiful. That sounds great. I'll try to <laughs> and, just fill out and listen. Yeah. Those listening live, um, you know, you can also, if you want, just listen to the podcast after. I'll put it out there right away, of course, as it always is. But I'm just going to let this go for a while as long as we're we're talking about meaningful things. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, I'm going to take this other call. Oh, also, one more note to those of you um, who are leaving the live broadcast. Um, you can learn all about this show at FrontierBeyondFear.com. That's the main site. Um, there's also a very active Twitter page if you're on Twitter. Um, my um, name is Bridge Builder there. Or just look for Susan, Laris, and Dan. Um, and then also Facebook. I'm trying to grow that. I've got a Facebook page, and I was so happy tonight. Um, people were, were posting over there, which is exactly what I invite, because I would love to grow the Facebook page. So I welcome you in all of those places. And thank you for being here, um, live audience. This is also a listener-supported show. If you feel guided to support the show, just go to FrontierBeyondFear.com, and there's a way to do that. And, you know, no gift is too small. So I welcome small gifts, actually. If that's what you'd like to give, I would totally welcome that because uh, uh, this show is a gift from my heart. So thank you, live audience. And, uh, again, Keep listening if you'd like. Just call 310-807-5104. Now, I'm going to take call at the call at 727, area code 727. Um, If you'd like to talk to me, I'm going to bring you on the line. Um, I know not everyone's hitting one these days because it's not telling us to do this, Um, but um, I see you're patiently waiting there, so I'm going to bring you on the line. Hello, at area code 727, are you there? Okay, not hearing that call. Okay, well then, I guess we'll go back to bears. (laughs) 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 I can get him back, here we go. A little bit slow tonight. I I was standing on deck, and I was waiting to see if they would actually get... Yeah, that was um, quick. No, really quiet. When the calls aren't working, they actually feel like they're not working because you can't hear anything. Yeah, they, it's just really fun. Right. Or that, that, or they just don't have, maybe they pushed one and didn't mean to, or, or they just get nervous when you tell them that they're about to come on. And hey, I know that that <laughs> happened with me before. I try not to bug everybody. I just say, you know, just be quiet if you don't want to talk. Um, but, but yeah, lately yeah, that, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> Well, it's not telling people to press one, and so it's a little oh, it's confusing. Not? Sometimes people want to talk. No, no, there's been something going on with I that. I just automatically, just from being on BTR for so long, such as you, I mean, you and I have been, uh, you know, like we were saying, you know, around the same amount of time. I'm just so used to doing it. I just automatically hit it. I didn't even notice that it yeah. didn't say anything. 
Yeah, I've had so, to tell a couple of guests. I had a guest who hung up because they thought they were on the wrong line, <laughs> that they were just oh my on gosh. the listen line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, so you, yeah. Now, it is, it's just what do you do? I mean, if they if they really want to get on, they'll call. Well, they can't really call back now, I don't guess. But um, yeah, I don't know how well, that works. But I, I, well, you can always yeah. Now they're it's not as visible. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Feel free well, to ask you know, whatever other question you want to ask about or okay, whatever comment. Yeah, I mean, have well, I just had really well, you know, since it is kind of getting late and everything, and and, and uh, you know, lots to do tomorrow and the next day or two, you know, and uh, just busy, busy, busy or whatever. Um, before uh, it's time to hit the hit the you know put the head on the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I figured I would I would ask you know I would ask this because I I love getting other people's opinions about uh, you know things like this and what we what the, the uh-huh. kind of along the same lines is that this, the the question that I asked earlier, you know what what do you think about um what what do you, what do you think about people saying that they are experiencing and hearing things that sound like spiritual warfare is already going on uh, or they can actually hear what sounds like booms and bams and like, you know, and this and that, like almost fireworks going off. Just had that experience uh, about an hour ago with a person on my show. Um, Yeah. She was in New York City and she said she was, and you could hear it through her phone. And it was boom, bam, boom, 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 and it sounded like fireworks. There wasn't no fireworks going on in New York City that night. It's a, it, at that point, um, I checked. Now, whether that's actually accurate or not, I don't know. I'm just sit here and say that I'm right, but I might not be. But um, this lady was saying that she, you know, was hearing this and seeing uh, seeing what what looked like, you know, pretty much to her made her feel like that there was a lot of warfare going on that we could not actually see fully. Um, now it kind of made me think. Well, is this person delusional? And you know, of course, I obviously went to the negative on that, and 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 it didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, in in that, in just saying that, you know, and just that could, because that brought it up for me uh, there at the end of you know before I was able to come in and uh, and, and and get a, a little bit of your show. Um, you know, do you? I mean, what do you think about? I I mean, I think. I wanted to get your opinion on that, but I, I, let me, I'll at least like throw mine across and see what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I think the, 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 thin, the line is, is getting thinner. Um, the, the, it, it, let's see, how can I put this? Um, the, the, the par- I guess the, the line between the spiritual warfare and, and, you know, our everyday lives and being human and being on the earth and what we think, you know, what we consider our, our normal lives are getting closer and closer. Like the, the the line is getting thinner and thinner to where I think we're going to start being, we're going to be able to, we're already seeing a lot of craziness. We're seeing things that are, that are being mentioned in the Bible. It's slow, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
I don't think the Bible ever mentioned it was going to happen at warp speed, and 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 all of these things were going to happen, uh, you know, uh, end of times, and 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 Jesus comes back, or God God comes back to judge, you know, to take whoever to wherever, and all this, whatever you want to believe. I don't want to just start, you know, quoting things, but but um, you know. I, I almost I almost feel like that the that, that realm that 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 line between us being able to see that warfare and and hearing it and all that is getting thinner and thinner the, the further down you know uh, we go as far as in our lifetime I I, I you know I, it almost makes me a little nervous to see, to think about what might be going on in twenty years you know um, and, and just I mean I know that's a little out there. But no, no. I figure, actually, I, I, figure I might no, be making it interesting. I totally get your question. Um, I actually, hope that made just sense. So you know, <laughs> I, I, I am, to some degree, a student of of what some would call fringe things. <laughs> so okay, all right, I'm quite fair enough. Familiar with the booms from the sky and the booms that people have heard. In fact, for a while. Um, I couldn't keep it up, and I actually kind of lost it. I actually had a website that was documenting those sounds, believe it or not, because I have a research site. Yeah, it's not up now. In fact, I think I had to let it go, but um, but I've had various websites. So I get the things with the booms. And the the funny thing is, and this is going to seem a really strange coincidence, because you probably didn't see you didn't hear the beginning of this show, probably. Um, <laughs> no, it no. just so happens that I, I'm the owner of the website spiritualpeacefair.com because um, I, I, I'm going to tell you my personal belief on this. I, I'm very familiar with the teachings of the end times. Um, I'm very familiar with the concept of, of spiritual warfare, um, and I. I mean, I was raised with that, and I know that people are seeing a lot of signs. Probably one of the biggest signs that are that, that's freaking people out um, that people who grew up around the time I did is, is that we were always told, you know, that, that, that Christians would be beheaded, for example. And now you're seeing that happening in some parts of the world. And so that can be really Absolutely. disturbing for people yeah. who were raised um, with this information. Now, when it comes to the boom, that, because I do believe something is going on there, I would tend to believe that it's not any kind of war. Now, you know, I have to tell you, Bear, I mean, my personal beliefs have shifted greatly over time. I mean, they're not like my childhood or even my right. adulthood because I actually believed as an adult. I mean, I repented as an adult again within, I mean, how many years ago? I guess it was um, about 11, 12 years ago. I mean, so I have recently, um, you know, tried to be a believer um, in different ways, but in a conservative way. However, how the boom, they don't necessarily have anything to do with the heavenly realm. They could be multidimensional, they could be that something something's breaking through. They could also be something going on with the earth. Um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. If you want, yeah, if you want to get way out there conspiracy-oriented, it could also be something that we don't know about that's interdimensional, like experiments 
and things. There's a lot of people who've talked about such as in the paranormal world. Yeah, or or you know, just things that we don't generally know about that are interdimensional where people are playing with that. That's possible. I mean, there was the Philadelphia experiment that was a long time ago and surely although that was a big warning, um (laughs) what happened to Mm -hmm. those people. No doubt. Um, no doubt. But that doesn't mean they're going to stop playing with interdimensional things. I mean, it's possible that we're seeing some of that. Um, and I, as an open-minded scientific person, because I have um, that background too, I have to say it's possible. Um, we don't know everything going on. I mean, you can go even more fringe if you want. I put in quotes, um, fringe, <laughs> and, and say that, you know, we're not alone. We don't know what's out there. I mean, it it doesn't have to be anything in the spiritual realm. It could be something, you know, something multidimensional, some some being or something. But most people tend to think it's got something to do with the earth changing. I think that there's something to this theory that something pretty significant is going on with the Earth and with the solar system and with just our surroundings in general. And I'm not sure that's totally understood. I think so, too. I mean, I you know, I, I have a tendency to agree with pretty much every point that you just brought, you know, every, every mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, idea that you brought up. Um, because, you, like you said, I mean, you never know what it is. I mean, we can guess all day long. Um, are we get you know how are we going to know the real truth? Um, maybe we won't. I I don't know. Uh, I know I know that uh, I have a friend that worked in Alaska at Harp at one point, and he told me some stuff that he probably was not supposed to. Mm-hmm, but they do mm-hmm. some pretty they they do some pretty wicked experiments that really do have I to do with the weather it. system and weather patterns. Um, yeah, and it could do and, some some harm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. A, a lot of other things go on with those experiments as well, um, and yeah. it's covered up by you know what looks like solar panels and this and that and the other thing, and it's really a cover up. I, I don't know what what I believe and what I don't when it comes to that stuff, but I I do know that 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 on the show tonight uh, before I was able to come over to yours. It, there was stuff going off everywhere on everybody's phone outside here on the farm here in Tennessee. Boom, 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 boom. And then everybody said, oh, it's the asteroid that's going by. Well, the yeah, I was going just going to say that the asteroid's passing tonight, and they said that was going to have an effect on the Earth. Right. I don't know if I okay. believed that. Some people said it would think... trigger volcanoes and stuff. I right. I don't know that there's been evidence of that, but but we don't totally understand the influence of these near-Earth no. objects. I no, actually own another website that's supposed to track that, although I'm behind on that one. That one I actually want to keep up, um, and um, it, that one, um, well, it's not up right now, I don't think. But in any case, I think that there I, is, I, I don't know how much I believe, I'd have to study what, could really happen. I know there's been a yeah, lot of theories. I, I would too. I would too. There's uh, something yeah. going on. I do there think is. what's really interesting, though, is we tend to hear about these booms more in the winter 
in our hemisphere. I don't know if they're hearing it in the southern hemisphere in the winter, but it seems to me like when I listen, Linda Moulton Howe, if you're familiar with her, um, she comes on Coast to Coast AM, and now she's going on Art Bell a lot. Um, she, I believe that, yeah, I believe so. And she, yeah, I believe, I believe she heard gets her. first-hand testimony of people hearing these things. And I believe yeah, and, they really are hearing something. I do too, and well, and have you? I don't know if you have seen the footage of what sounds like these horns going off. Yes, um, yes, and I know many people were concerned the that world. that was the end time. Yes, I mean that's yeah, all you know, over the world, and, and that's that was right. scary when somebody when yeah. somebody told me, "Hey, yeah. Bear, you need to watch this. You need to watch this," and I watched mm-hmm. it, and I started shaking. I mean, yeah, it's, I heard it, it, it really did scare me. You know, and and that well, was in like fifteen different parts of the world. Fifteen different areas of yeah. the world were hearing the same what sounded like a a, a large yes, you know, I heard over, it too. It's an oversized on, trumpet. It's still right? on YouTube, and and yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And people didn't know what that was. Here's what I would suggest: is just keeping an open mind about this. It's sure. possible that prophecy, because I've studied, it's actually one of my projects to study prophecy. Um, right. When people see something and predict something like that, it doesn't mean they understand the whole story. You know, they can only see what they see. Do I believe the earth and all of us, we are in the midst of something really significant here, um, which you know, I do believe in this concept that um, there could be a significant change and there could be some difficulties before it, some some pretty challenging times. I mean, so it is consistent in some ways with the end time stories. Now, um, does that have to include necessarily everything in that story? Um, I think that there's some pretty harsh things in there. Um, that yeah. I would have trouble embracing personally. However, mm-hmm. could there be that someone predicted, or is there some cycle that we go through? I've heard this theory too, where there is this sound that sounds like horns, and someone prophesied and had a vision inside. I believe visions are real. I have personally seen this. I have, I have heard them. I mean, they're just. I think people really can have visions, how they how they interpret them is is open to to question, but there's a lot of evidence. I've studied this, um, you know, I I know it can happen just personally, but how you interpret such things is always the question and people are gonna interpret them in a certain way. So is it possible right. that it was predicted that there would be something like a horn? And that there yeah. really was something like that? Yes, it's possible. Right. And is that like a sign that more things are going to happen? It's possible. I'm totally open to that. I tend not uh, yeah, to think the booms are warfare. I think there's something else, though. I think there's, there's I, I something. I do, too. I, well, that was one person's opinion that just kind of blurted it out when all that stuff was going on the last 30 minutes of the show earlier. And, and I mean, I could hear it here. I could hear it in... And I had people uh, uh, texting me on Facebook, you know, I am in me on Facebook, and it was coming through 
on my computer, and it was comments like, I can hear that over here, too. And that was a completely different mm-hmm. part of the country. Oh, I know. I know a lot of people. You know, and it, um, it was like, I, I'm, I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I'm thinking, I'm ex-military. I need to do something. I need to call somebody and see what the heck's going on. Well, and they wouldn't tell me because I'm not active duty anymore. No, I'm not they're not going to tell you. They're not, not going to tell me what's tell going you. on. No, no, and they're, you know, that's okay, and, and whatever. But, uh, you know, I think it's for us, it's kind of up to us to decide what we believe it is and then take from yeah. that uh, and, and until, it be, until it becomes so obvious that it's undeniable what it is, you know, yeah. these, these kind of disturbances mm-hmm. and things. But anyway, I know we get to. I mean, we could talk about this all night long. I know I could uh, if I had the energy. Yeah, it's. I mean, just one of those days to where I'm just kind of getting worn down. So, uh, but I, but listen, well, I, I, I really I wanted. I wanted to say I really appreciate you letting me uh, come on and and chat with you for a little sure. bit. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. In fact, it even inspires me. I've been thinking, you know, maybe I should start Aww. up a more a late night discussion show, you know, just like this. That yeah, um, I'd love to have more because I bring guests on a lot. Um, but I, I have lots of days where I don't do shows, and I, I should probably right. do this more often because I really think it's valuable. I enjoyed it too. It is valuable. So, it is very valuable. Yeah. Um, it keeps me going sometimes when I think my day is going to be the longest day ever. And, yeah. you know, yeah. then I get on a show and I, I feel so much better, even if one person listens or nobody listens. Yeah. And I'm talking yeah. to myself, or 119 people yeah. listen, or 2,000 <laughs> people listen. Hey, you know, yeah. I mean, that's not what it's about. You know, it's about interacting yeah. with other people and getting a message across for the most part, or talking about something that people want to want to listen to or listen to stories or, or whatever the you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But, you know, I, I completely agree with you. It's almost therapeutic, you know. Oh, um, I love I, guess, I just talk all night. Yeah, I know. I get it. I, I think yeah. it's addictive. It's in a good way. <laughs> it is. It is in a good way, it, it exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I completely agree. And uh, now I look forward to uh, I look forward to, to listening to more of your shows. I, I'm going to hit the follow button. And, uh, you oh, know, great. No, actually, Thank I already you. did. You'll know. I yeah, and you'll did. find it to be quite diverse. Um, you know, I think after That's the first fine. of the year, I've got I've got Stephen Bassett coming on. He's pretty well known in the paranormal community. I've heard of he's him. He's a UFO guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know who that is now. Project. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more researchers on. I mean, some of my content awesome. you'll find a little new age for your for your liking, probably, and that's that, that's okay. Absolutely, I mean, it's, it's a, it's totally <laughs> a mix. Actually, I'm I'm aiming to get more people like you. I really want to get more dialogues going with. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to aim to to get. Um, I don't know, just different people studying biblical traditions and and different things. They don't have to. We don't all have to be on exactly the same page. I mean, I love these discussions. So, so anyway, thank you, and I'll check out your show too. I'll have to go look yeah, for it. Yeah, please do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely. I'll let you. You know, I, if, you know, I, even if I just pop in, uh, you know, in the chat room, and I'll, you know, I can just maybe personal message you or whatever, and let you know what time or you know what not, yeah, and sure. uh, and and you know, and then that way you can pop in the show and see what you think, and it, it's pretty funny. Yeah, you'll you get a kick out of it because. You know, I try to keep it light, and uh, but then we get serious about stuff too. 
But uh, but you yeah. know, um, it's it's a fun time. It's really a good time, and and it, it is very therapeutic for me. But again, thank you, thank you for allowing well, me to come in and and, and uh, have a good conversation. It's it's really been sure. a good end of the end of the evening for me. I really appreciate it. Well, good, good. Me too. So you have a great Christmas. You <laughs> it's too. About dawning as we speak, even. Um, I know it. So, um, yeah. So so anyway, thanks so much for calling. I really right. appreciated it too. Take care. All right. Have, all right. Thank have a good you. night. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. With that. I think we are going to wrap up the show. That was really fun. It makes me think I'd love to do more of this kind of format because this is exactly the kind of discussion I enjoy having. So we'll see what I can do to to get more of that going. Um, Area code 727, I know you're still out there, and I I may try one more time just so you've been patient. If If you don't speak, that's okay. Then I know you're just listening. Uh, but I'll just check to see if you're there. Hello, it's 727. Did you want to talk to the host here? Okay, just silent. Is it that or it's not working? Well, I guess with that said, um, I am going to go ahead and, and end the show. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, those of you who stayed with it and those listening in the future, I welcome you across time. And if you've been so diligent to have listened so long. It certainly was an interesting time together tonight. And, um, you know, no matter how you are spending this holiday, and once again, going out to those of you who, um, well, at this point we're in the podcast, but if you're listening very close in time and you're still in the holidays, um, I just, um, no matter what you're experiencing, just know that you're not alone. That, that, you know, we are all uplifting one another, and you're never really alone. And it takes some time to, to really feel that. And all of us feel alone sometimes. But, you know, I can attest, you know, my personal, we used to talk about testimonies when I was in the church, and I can still use that word that I know that God is real. I know it without a doubt. And however you label that, it doesn't matter. But it's real. And we're loved. We truly are. Loved beyond our imagining. We are loved. And the more you accept and just say, you know, show me the way. That's the perfect question. Um, You know, just the more we allow ourselves to accept that love and that peace, the easier our lives will become. We may still have challenges, but we can navigate them with more peace in our spirit. And when we do have those tumultuous times, because we all will, we can come back to that peaceful place. We can find that center because we're not alone and we're loved. So take care, everyone. Have a wonderful holiday. Again, whatever holiday you're celebrating, um, if even if you're not just, um, I hope that you find peace at this time. Take care. Mm-hmm.